Okay, so this morning I'd like to continue refining our practice of the first foundation of mindfulness, mindfulness of the body. And similar to yesterday's contemplation of the body in terms of the anatomical parts, we're going to be using another kind of lens to look at the body, or not so much look at it as experience it very directly as an interplay of changing qualities or elements traditionally referred to as earth, water, fire, and air or wind. So to quote the instructions from the sutta itself, we're asked to review this same body, however it's placed, however it's disposed, as consisting of elements thus. In this body, there are the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air element. So this four elements practice is not that commonly taught in the West, perhaps because of a misunderstanding of what's meant by this term elements. Because we can hear this term four elements, earth, water, fire, air, and think, well, that's not very sophisticated. We all know that there's more than four elements. But these four elements are not intended to be a scientific description of the body. Instead, they're a way of understanding or describing different aspects of our physical experience very directly as qualities of hardness or softness, solidity, liquidity, warmth, coolness, movement, vibration, space, and so on. So sometimes I think four qualities is a better term than four elements because they're looking at distinct qualities of our experience. And if we can approach this practice by kind of suspending the idea that it's meant to be scientific, it can give us a very powerful way of paying attention to our experience without taking it personally, without identifying it, without taking it to be I or me or mine or who I am. Because that's really the purpose of all insight practice is to help us see clearly that everything we experience is impermanent, it's unstable, it's unreliable, it doesn't belong to us, and it's not completely under our control. And so experiencing the body in terms of these four qualities of earth and water and fire and wind helps us to disidentify with the body as something that is us or belongs to us. So, for example, instead of thinking, my lungs are rising and falling, or my knees hurt, or my bladder is full, we can simply know sensations of expansion and contraction and tingling and pressure and so on. And the second benefit of understanding the body in terms of these qualities is that it can start to break down the sense of ourselves as separate and disconnected from the rest of life, the natural world around us. So just to give a little bit more detail about each of these 
qualities, the earth element, really stands as a symbol for any experiences of hardness or softness in the body, just as the earth itself is hard or soft. So we can experience aspects of the body as having hardness or softness, being solid, rough, smooth, heavy, light. All of these are aspects of the earth element. So right now, can you feel the weight of the body supported by the ground? That's earth. You might clamp your teeth together. Feel the hardness of the teeth and the jawbone. You can clench your fist, feel your fingernails. That's earth element. And as we get more familiar with this language of earth, water, fire and air, we can recognize that those same qualities of solidity and hardness are also out there. For example, if we're out walking, we might feel the trunk of a giant cowrie tree and recognize that same solidity and hardness as we experience in our own bodies. When we're walking and we know the ground beneath our feet, that same ground has the same minerals that are in our bodies right now. And when we die, those same minerals will eventually go back into the earth. So the second of the four elements is the water element. And this is any experience of liquidity or fluidity. So saliva, tears, fluid of the joints, urine, some of those substances we were exploring yesterday. And it's also about stickiness or cohesion because when we mix water with flour, for example, or sand, it becomes malleable and moldable. So any experiences in the body of fluidity and stickiness, these are all the water element. And just as we can know the water inside our bodies, we can know there's water out there. Our bodies are 60% water. And when we die, that water will evaporate. It will become clouds, rain, and eventually return to the rivers and the sea. And fire element. We have a lot of opportunities at Temoata to explore the fire element. I was appreciating being much more in contact with fire element as I keep the fire in my cottage burning. So fire stands as a symbol for temperature, whether we experience anything as hot or cold. It also refers in the body to the experiences of digestion and aging. So it's also about metabolism. It's our life energy. And again, we can know that just as our own body experiences heat or cold, everything out there has a temperature. You can feel the carpet right now. What sort of temperature does the carpet have? 
You can feel the air against your skin and know the temperature of the air. This same warmth or coolness is internal and external. And when we die, the warmth of the body will cool. The fourth element is the air element, sometimes also referred to as wind. And this is the experience of air in the body, most obviously in the process of breathing in and breathing out. But it also is the air in the intestines and the stomach. And as wind symbolizes movement, motion, vibration, it can also be known as space. So sometimes we can be aware of the cavities in the body, perhaps the opening of the ears or the, certainly the mouth, the nostrils and so on. And of course the air in our body is identical with the air outside. The air that we're taking into our lungs is the same air that every other breathing being on the planet is breathing. We're literally right now breathing these same air molecules, sharing them with all living beings. So the Maori Hongi greeting is that symbolic acknowledgement that we're sharing this breath of life. And when we die, the air in our lungs and all the other bodily cavities will be released back into the atmosphere. So that's a very quick overview of what these four qualities, elements, symbolize in our experience. And at first, perhaps, it might seem like a strange way of interpreting our physical experience. But it's a kind of language that we can learn. And as we get more familiar with it, we can start to understand how these experiences, both internal and external, give us some deep insight into the true nature of the body, that every aspect of our bodies is constantly changing. None of it belongs to us. None of it's under control. And we're not as separate from the rest of life as we usually like to think. So perhaps that still sounds a little bit abstract. So I'd like to offer a guided meditation just to play with this, to explore it and see how you might be able to approach it in your own experience. <clears throat> 